I'm CG England. I'm Natalie Stout. Welcome to the Roommates Podcast, where we talk about being local business owners, small town life, and saying yes to new adventures. I am Natalie Stout. I was born in 1982. (laughs) All the way back. (laughs) All the way back. I was born at Cookville Regional Medical Center, but then it was not Cookville Regional Medical Center. It was Cookville General. Much smaller, but I was born there. Okay. Born there, raised here. Um, My parents um, still live on the farm where I was raised. They have been married for 51 years. And Shout out Linda and Tony. Go Linda and Tony. Um, I have two siblings and one that's nine years older than me, one that's six years older than me. I'm the baby of the family. It doesn't take long to figure out mm. she's the baby. Yeah, says the only <laughs> child. We'll get into all that later. But um, again, uh, born here, raised here, grew, um, went to high school at Upperman High School when it was seventh through twelfth grade. Now it's completely different as mm-hmm. well. And graduated from Upperman in 2001. And I had one option when it came to school because I was blessed and lucky enough that my mom and dad paid the bills and paid for the tuition. Mm-hmm. And so they said, hey, you're going to tech. If you're, you're going to tech. No, no if ands, or buts. TTU. Knowing you, you were okay with that. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't think you ever were like, I want to move to wherever. I cried the first three weeks at yes. Tennessee Tech, and I still lived at home with my parents. Wow. Yeah. That's embarrassing. See, well, I, I'm I knew, just kidding. <laughs> I, I knew everybody. You know, up when we were 7th through 12th, yeah. I knew everyone. I mean, the graduating yeah. classes then were like 75 people. Right. So, um, yeah, it was totally different coming to Tech. Um, sure. And, you know, new people. And I was still seeing familiar faces sure. of the other kids that stayed. But, um Started there in 2001 and um, had no clue what I wanted to do. No clue. No clue. I feel like we put so much pressure on young people, and I'm guilty of it now. I'm like, what are you going to do? What do you want to be? And it's okay that you You don't don't know. know. You don't know. You're a kid. No, at 18, 19 years old, what you want to do. And that is okay. Yeah. There's times you get, you know, I was 25, still kind of didn't know what I wanted to do. Sure. Um, But, yeah, so um, graduate. Went to tech, graduated from tech in 2006 mm-hmm. with a communications and public relations degree. Cool. Met you in 2004 four? Yeah. slash five, yeah. end of four, first of oh five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was when I met you. And now we should really take it to back to Whitwell. Back to Whitwell. Back okay, to Whitwell. so I grew up in Whitwell, Tennessee, which is about 15 minutes west of Chattanooga, Marion County, Sequatchie mm-hmm. Valley. Um, I came to tech and I was one of those kids that I wanted to move away, but we couldn't afford it. Like in-state yeah. tuition was what was going to happen. Mm. I came to tech on a Sunday. I was back home on a Wednesday crying to my mom, <laughs> like in her lap, didn't want to go back. And my mom was like, you have to go back for this one semester. If you still feel this way at Christmas, you can transfer to Chat State yeah. or UTC or yeah. whatever. So... Luckily, I got involved and met some friends and ended up sticking it out. So I also graduated with 83 people, knew the same people K through 12. So Tennessee Tech campus felt like New York City to me. For real. And Cookville was so much smaller then. So I can't imagine what like a kid from Whitwell feels now. But also I feel like social media has kind of changed, you know. For sure. Because they can like meet their roommate on Facebook now and... Yeah. TikTok and all those things. So came to Cookville 2002, 
graduated December 2006 with you. Yes. Um, with human ecology, fashion merchandising, and design with a minor in business marketing. So Natalie and I met at good old Logan's Roadhouse. Logan's. We were Logan's girls. A hopping little joint down the road. I forgot that that was a tagline. <laughs> I just remember sweeping peanuts Listen, for the majority of my career I there. I hate sweeping still to this day. Yeah. That was always one of our chores when we got done um, mm-hmm. serving at the end of our shift. We had to sweep our section. Every single peanut shell, that little red thing that's wrapped around the actual peanut inside the shell. <laughs> It was terrible. Oh, it was so bad. We had a good crew, and listen, you worked harder than I did. Amen. Can (laughs) we get an amen? Um, Yeah. I wanted the short, like, three-table section in the 60s. I wanted to get out of work. I wanted to make just enough money to pay my bills, and then I'll see y'all at Spanky's or Vinny T's later. Yeah, Or, or back then it was... The Joe. The Joe was only on Thursdays. Yeah. We should have an whole episode about the Joe. I, I want a Joe reunion. I, I, amen. Same. I'm serious. Same. That's maybe episode Same. five or something. Yeah. So Natalie was a very hard worker. Um, I can't even remember, like, we moved in together. Like, we met, obviously, at Misty Logan's. was moving out. Yes, I had a roommate moving out. You so had a roommate moving out. I was living in the Universal Studios a studio. Remember we used the to sing that? Studio. Um, yeah, I had a studio apartment. My brother had lived there. Yes. And so I moved into this studio apartment that was close to my brother. Um, I think my rent was like three eighty a Maybe month. Maybe cheaper. I mean, it yeah. was so cheap. And um, I lived there and my lease was coming up. We were losing the room. I remember us talking about it in the kitchen at Logan's. You yeah. came in and you were like, I need a hey, roommate. Like, I need it. And I was like, you know, you seem pretty cool. I yeah. know Bridget, and Bridget yeah. was our other roommate that we're still to this day connected with. Yeah. And um, I said, you know, sure. Like, sure. what's the bills? Like, hey, kind of cheaper than what I'm paying now. Yeah. three ways. So Misty had moved out. I moved in. Mm-hmm. That's so right. That 20B is how. East 13th Street. Gosh, I didn't remember the address, but I did remember 20B. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That was, hey, and they were they they were they were nice little. Brick. They were so nice. They were. Now I look back, they were pretty nice. But, yeah, you know, for twenty years ago. Yeah. So yeah. good times at Twenty B East Thirteenth Street. Um, so we worked together there. We were roommates, and then senior year, you got a job at Crawdaddy's, and then you brought me to Crawdaddy's too. I did. So we were I also Sea Daddy's girls we were. back in the day. That we was were. like 05, 06? Yes, that was 06. It was okay. after graduation, Crawdaddy's. That's right. Because yeah. graduated, we were still at Logan's, and um, I had gotten a job at Crawdaddy's a couple of months later. And you I were really making sure. bank, and you yeah. were like, you got to come here. You got to come here. It's and a different clientele, which now that I'm an adult, I totally get it. Like, it's just a different demographic there are people that eat at logan's that also eat at crawdaddy's but you know what i mean there's exactly. there's some crossover well, but it's just different it, it's different you know you could go to logan's then and you could get a full meal for like 9.99 yeah you know you go to crawdaddy's and it would be like 25 dollars yes then so, and that, that is a different clientele yeah and um and it was just a different atmosphere it, it was. was considered and upscale corporate versus local you know yeah. that's a whole different thing yeah. too and so yeah, we we were Crawdaddy's girls together. Yeah, and so we graduated tech and in December, o- December of '06. We started at Crawdaddy's in the spring 
summer. And, and I moved in August of 07 to Atlanta. I remember. Yeah, I we had remember. my going away party at Crawdaddy's. Yeah, I don't remember that. Wow. It was fun. You I probably guess. had a lot of fun. I probably, that's, yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyways, but it was... Um, it was I rem- sad I when rem- I moved. It was. Yeah. And I remember you and Bridget both left to go to Atlanta. Y'all yes. were going to the big city. Yes. And y'all said, and at the, right before y'all left, you were like, you can still go. And I was like... Never, never going to No, happen. guys, I'm not leaving Cookville. Like, never I don't like living happen. Cookville now to this day. I she mean, doesn't guys like she could go on any vacation she wants and she's not doing it i mean why vacation when we live in the greatest place in america i love that about you i I really do love that about you yeah and i mean and sometimes i wish like i wish i loved to travel but i don't like it's just not it's just i can find that i'm a homebody you You know that's my thing i'm you have said that since you were 20 years old yeah i don't know what it is Um, but cg has always wanted to go and travel and do things and And i did you did yeah and, and part of that is what's made CG and CGs mm-hmm. so successful. I agree um, with that. You know, again, people, um, they see CGs and they're like, oh, yeah, she just took this boutique and ran with it. And it's like, no, no, she she did the background work. Yeah. She did the she did the eight years at Atlanta's um, America, America's Mart. Yeah. What it's called. Yeah. yeah. Which is where I go to buy my merchandise for the store now. Um, I worked there corporate. I was a trade show sales manager before that. OK, so. We graduate 2006, December 2006. We work at Crawdaddy's. I move to Atlanta. You go to work in real estate. And if you were alive, if you were an adult back then, like that was the recession. (laughs) That, oh, yes. That was when every industry took a nosedive. Um, A deep nosedive. Deep nosedive. So I moved to Atlanta with these hopes and dreams of like working at America's Mart. And they were on a hiring freeze for years. So at one time. I that now you say that. And everybody was like, come back home. Come back home. What are you doing? What are you going to do back home? I'm going to back home. Yeah. Yeah. So I stayed there. I worked three jobs at one time. You know, nobody talks about that. I don't put that on my Instagram reel. But I worked at Estee Lauder. I was a counter makeup girl. Remember. You remember that? I got I, I got you started on skincare. You did. You did. She I didn't use it. it. No. Um, and then I, I served at a restaurant, a very nice restaurant, still my favorite restaurant to this day, Houston's. Houston's. I Yum. forget about all this stuff. Yes. And then I worked at Ann Taylor Loft, too. So okay. I had three part-time jobs. I don't know how I did it, but I did it because I had to do it. Same. It was with same with Crawdaddy. See, I stayed on at Crawdaddy's waiting tables. Years. And yeah. Well, I, I in two thousand and seven, in August of two thousand and seven, I went to work um, for Donita Hill here, who was my aunt, um, is my aunt still, um, and she had just opened up Hill Realty then. Mm-hmm. That's what it was called then. And I went to work for her, just doing like weekend. She needed a weekend person, and I said, hey. I still don't know what I do my, want to do with my life. I had a professional communications public relations degree from TTU. My job offers were like 20000 a year working 40 hours a week. I was like, um, I can't do that. No, I will stay with, you know, working at Crawdaddy's because I made great money there. Mm-hmm. So I stayed at Crawdaddy's and I worked there. Well, I, went, I did it for eight months. I did it for eight months. I worked at Crawdaddy's and I worked at Hill Realty until I'd finally sold five houses. And Drew and Blue had just bought Crawdaddy's. That's right. And they bought it and Drew fired me. 
No, he did not. Yeah, he did. It's like, and of course, he 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 did. And now I look back and I totally get it. But it was it's funny. And like for the longest, he would tell people that like Natalie has me to thank, you know, like for her hey, career. It maybe never would have happened if yeah. Drew hadn't fired you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had showed up. I think my shift started at five, and I came in at like seven. I, again, just like you said, don't know how you did the three jobs. Yeah. I was running up and down the stairs at Crawdaddy's. Yeah. I mean, I, work out of your life right there. Yeah. And um, and then I was working at Hill Realty, and then my Hill Real, I got real licensed in the beginning of 08. That's what I was going to ask. When did you get your license? So the beginning the of the market crashed. Yeah, when the market crashed, I got my real estate license. Yeah. So I stayed on waiting tables. Had sold five houses, five properties, I should say. And um, I came into work one day, and I was like, Andrew was like, Natalie you can't keep doing this and you're going to be okay. You're going to be successful and, you know, you just can't work here anymore. That's so scary though because like (laughs) Drew maybe could see it, but you couldn't. He totally could see it. Yeah. And and I was just like, uh. I mean, even when you were a kid, like you were a hard worker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I joke, like I really wanted to like have three tables, make my $65 $65 and leave. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I'll close. I'll close the cocktail. I'll close the bar. I'll work doubles. I'll work doubles. Yeah. Like, yeah. you've and always been that yeah. way. Yeah, and I think it's just bred in me. And I'm the youngest of an older generation of family. Yeah. And that's, that's what was bred into us. And my dad was a farmer. Yeah. And you worked and made hay while the sun shined. Yeah. That's the old saying, I think. You, you just so work. You work. And yeah. so I did that. And, you know, oh, wait, like I said, the recession. And it hit both of our industries then. Big time. You know, and that was, um, but... I, I mean, I built a business during that time. You built a business during that time. And you were getting experience. I was getting life-changing experience, yeah. It's true. I was, well, first of all, just working three jobs at one time, it just makes you better. You know what I mean? And what else are you going to do with your time? Yeah. If you're not working, you're, you're, yeah. What else are you doing? And And nowadays, I know what people are doing. They're scrolling through their phone and Instagram, wondering why everybody's successful when they're not. Limit your screen time, it's people. It's so true. It's so time. true. And then, so, okay, so I was applying for every single position at America's Mart mm-hmm. and not hearing anything, not hearing anything. And then I finally got a job with a showroom, which means it wasn't corporate, but it was a, a showroom inside of the Mart. And I sold from designers directly to retailers. So that's kind of where I learned how to buy for my business Mm -hmm. because I would see people overbuy. I would see people buy what they liked but not their customer, and I would see people underbuy. Both are equally bad, overbuying and underbuying. Yeah, you saw it So I would, you know, call on clients in March, and then by August they're shut down because they overbought or underbought. Exactly. So I was learning that whole time. I got laid off from that job because of the economy and thought, what now? But I stayed and I got two more part-time jobs after that. I just was not giving up. No. I was not giving up. You can't. Because here's my favorite saying, and I just came up with it like over the last, I don't know, five years. I always say you have to be failing toward success. Yeah. If you're not making mistakes, yeah. if you're not failing, you, you're nowhere close to success. No. I can tell Michael you that. Michael says fail forward. Uh, exactly. Yes. He said he, he failed forward. Yes. You know? and, and and that's what we do every day, and I just don't think we realize that we do it. Um, but, you know, and, and it's not getting caught up in those things. Don't get caught up in... In your losses. In your losses. That happen. Move yeah. on. Um 
you know, Clark, like, I had a really bad attitude one time after a rodeo, and he goes to his closet, jerks out some papers from his um, college coach, and was like, you need to read this. And it was basically this story that's like five minutes. You have, or 15, give yourself 15 minutes to get over it, and then get all your emotion out, get over it, and move on. You got to. You got to. Yeah. It's a secret to life. Secret to life. Move on. Take your losses. Cut your losses. Learn from your losses. Learn. Learn. Yeah. And move on. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's probably a good place to stop this episode and keep you you guys hanging on. We're doing a soap opera. To the next one. You're going to want to listen to the next one. You are going to want to listen to the next one because the next one just gets... Next one, we're going to fast forward a little bit. You know, we've been we've been behind the times in the old days, and uh... <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the whole point of what we're doing here, we're we're introducing a new project to you guys. But like I said in the very beginning, we want you to know who we are, yes. where we came from, what we're doing before we're just like, and now we're doing this. They'll be like, hey, people yeah. like a story behind a yes. brand. Yes, so. absolutely, absolutely. So okay. we look forward to telling you more in future episodes. Yes, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. We'll chat with you again next week.